Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and today for May Mural Month, I was thinking, what should I talk about on this solo episode? And I just looked at my stats for the podcast and I noticed that you all love to talk about money and (laughs) pricing. And I'd say pricing is probably one of the number one questions that I get around the subject art and business. And truthfully, it's something that I don't necessarily have a set, you know, system for, but I'm going to go through today and talk about money and talk about pricing and go just explain the ways that I price a project. And, but I just want to preface this too with almost every time somebody asks me, how much is this going to cost? I have to think about it. (laughs) I have to, I weigh some options, I think okay, how much is this going to take me? How long? How many colors am I going to need to use? How detailed is this? Who is my customer? And what's their budget like? There's so many different things. And so I've compiled all of these different things onto a short download for you. You can download our art pricing guide. There's a link here, or you can go to artpricingguide.com. <laughs> Very to the point. And Also, since I get this question so much, I wanted to update that pricing guide and have this podcast go right along with it. So that way I'm not just giving someone a guide and say, read through it and figure it out. I want to accompany this podcast, this audio with it as well. And so I can give examples and just go a little bit more in depth with it. So the pricing guide and this podcast go hand in hand. So highly recommend download the guide, artpricingguide.com. Okay, let's get into it. So Pricing for murals mostly and canvases. I'll go over canvases too, but we're going to mostly be talking about murals because that is my bread and butter. It's May mural month and really murals are where the money is made right now, just to be blunt about it. We're going through a fad and I don't know how long it'll last, but everybody wants murals and everybody will pay for them and you can make a lot of money doing murals. (laughs) I I just did a post on Instagram recently of how I'm able to make over a thousand dollars a day most days. And it's because of murals. And on that post, I just broke it down. You know, step one was practice, get really good at it, you know, suck at it for a while and then get good and then get really good. And then step two was just focus on murals. I do canvases and I do prints and I do a lot of things, but murals are definitely my top moneymaker by far and logos. I put that in there too. But then I put step three on there was to get fast, to get speedy. And that's just what comes with time and practice. I've gotten the question several times of people asking me how they can make more and paint faster. And I'm like, it's just comes with practice. So the more time you have with a paintbrush in your hand, the faster you'll get. You know, the first time you paint a tree and then the 20th time you paint a tree, not only is it better the 20th time, you're able to do it so much faster. And it's just that that muscle memory. And so painting murals quickly is how I've been able to make a lot. Like I said, it's typically over $1,000 a day on average. And then the third step to that is also pricing myself at the higher range. Because for a long time, 
I priced myself at the very affordable rate, one that I felt comfortable with. And that was just more than I had ever made in my life, right? <laughs> I was still charging. I mean, I went from charging $30 an hour in the beginning to 50 to 100 and making $100 an hour. I was like, this is amazing. This, What other job is there out there where you can do this? And now I'm making several hundred dollars an hour, usually $1,000 a day. I usually work a handful of hours during the day, sometimes three hours, sometimes five hours, sometimes seven I don't know. It kind of varies, but that step-by-step process is how I've been able to make a lot and work a lot less nowadays. I spend a lot more time with my family. We have a five-month-old right now that we just took on his first vacation to Hawaii. Vacationing with a baby is fun, but a lot of work. And But he did amazing on the plane up until like the 10 minutes in the car before we got to the resort. He was like, I am done with this. Get me out of the car. Like, But the plane was great. So I don't know. Anyway, I digress. Let's go back to pricing. But I guess that kind of went along with we all make money so that we can do other things, right? Or have things or go places or not work. And that is my big motivation. I want to figure out how to make the most money during the time that I am working, how to make the most per hour so that I can spend time with my family and my specifically my new baby and just hang out, do something that's not painting for other people, anything. (laughs) It's fun. Murals are great and I love my job, but I like to be lazy more or do other things. So that's also, it kind of, it all ties around, right? Like let's figure out how to make the most we can. And that comes down to pricing. And it's funny because I am usually booked out several months, like I said, but now I'm only booked out about three weeks ahead and I'm not painting every day. I'm only painting a few days a week and I'm only booked out three weeks ahead. And that is such a mental trip for me because for a long time I've been, you know, you couldn't get on my schedule for at least three months. And now it's like, oh yeah, I can fit you in a month from now. It's like, oh, is that a good thing? I don't know. (laughs) It's weird because I've forced myself to say no to the low ball stuff or the things that I just can't charge a lot for. So with that, I'd say probably half of the things that come to me, I have to turn down or I give to Artist Academy members or something. And so I'm not scheduled out as much as I am, but that comes to pricing. But ultimately I'm making way more and working way less. And that's the theme of the year. So enough rambling. Let's get back to the hard tactics. So you're like, okay, that's good for you, but like, how can I do that too? And it comes down to pricing. So let's get back to the hard tactics of how to price your art. And I'll talk about how I did it in the beginning, in the middle, and then where I'm currently at and all in between. So I have a couple stories for you, but I did say that there was two main ways to price for a really long time. And lately I'm going to add a third way. There's no wrong way, but the first way is by square foot simple, easy. You can charge $20 per square foot, $30 per square foot for a mural, however much. And then it's a very simple math to do that. And that's what you give the customer. So say somebody wanted a a nursery mural and they wanted the whole wall covered in fun, floral themed. I'd say, okay, great. For something floral, that's 
semi-realistic, I'd say let's do $25 per square foot. And then 10 foot by 10 foot wall, $2,500. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But say they wanted something really realistic. They wanted photorealism flowers all over there. Okay. That might be $40 per square foot, which is now that I can get the general math idea, $4,000 for that mural. Or we could do something really simple where it's just outlines and blocks of color, not realistic flowers, but it's more of the cartoon style, still super cute and pretty, but there's not a whole lot of shading and realism involved. Maybe that's $15 per square foot. So that's $1,500. And I've used this example to give to customers a lot, but you could also just give price ranges and say, you know, for Fifteen hundred, you get something like this, or, or for four thousand, you get really realistic, and you know, or we could go in the middle somewhere. And typically, people will want to go in the middle somewhere. They don't want photorealism, but they don't want something cartoonish. Let's meet in the middle. Great, I can create something for you based on that. So that's per square foot. The only thing that I have a predicament with with square feet is. Recently, I ran into something to where I told somebody that it was going to be $30 per square foot and they had uh, like a 20 by 20 foot wall. And I was like, great. Yeah, your idea. We talked about ideas like, yeah, that's going to be $30 per square foot. I get there and they're like, hey, we're going to do this wall instead. And it's a third of the size. And they're like, still, still same image, everything, same detail. And they're like, okay, so it's third of the price, right? And I'm like, I was, it stopped me. Cause I'm like, yeah, if you were just going by square footage, that would be correct. <laughs> so I just went with it cause I wasn't sure what to say because I didn't want to go back on my word. And cause I didn't talk about any other way to price it, but a small wall like that with the same amount of detail and a big wall, it doesn't take me that much longer to paint a big wall as opposed to a small one. And I prefer to paint big. And so it's taking a little bit of time away, but the profit per hour, the profit margins are not as good. You follow me? But the perk of that is you could have something written out like a pricing guide uh, that you can give your customers and say, you know, this is this, you know, $15 per square foot gets you this amount, $30 per square foot gets you this, $45. Typically between $15 and $40 or so is the typical ranges, but you can make it up because it's your own art business and you can decide where you want to start. Some people, especially on the coast, start at $20 per square foot or $25. Around here in Missouri, it's not untypical to have something for $10 per square foot. If they want a really simple design that you can knock out in a day, it's, I mean, that's just what it is. And it helps to have a square footage to just, because it gives just actual numbers that people can really understand. Plus when you tell somebody, and this is the strategy that I used in the beginning, when you tell somebody, oh yeah, my average is about $20 per square foot. They hear $20 and they're like, wow, great. I would love to just talk more rather than, oh, that's going to be $3,000. They're like, oh, wow. <laughs> just having that $20 per square foot is a good intro Get to get your foot in the door, to talk to them more and get started on the pricing conversation based on what they need. That's what I found. So that's also a good perk. So anyway, moving on. The second one is by time, and that's how I did it for a long time, and I still do that to a point. 
I kind of take everything into consideration, but I get a lot of crap because a lot of people are like, well, you can't charge by time because then you're being punished for being fast. And I'm like, well, you just charge more. <laughs> That's, I mean, you don't charge $30 per hour your whole career, you up it and you up it by a lot. <laughs> and like I said, now I'm making several hundred dollars an hour. I don't know what the actual is. I'd say probably like three or $400 per hour right now is the average of what I'm currently taking on. So I just upped it. And I do not tell my customers that though. That's not a thing that I typically share because that seems like a big number <laughs> and that just seems like a lot. So whenever I'm calculating price, I don't tell my customer, yeah, I make a few hundred dollars an hour. They'd be like, okay, <laughs> like that seems like a lot. I just say, I give them a price based on how long I think it's going to take me in my head. So they say, hey, I need you to paint this flower wall. We want it semi-realistic, I think in my head. Okay, great. I think it's going to take me one full day. So I'll say $2,000. And I don't tell them how I got there. That's just the pricing method, method that I've used. And I use that also kind of when I'm telling them square footage because I will calculate the square footage and then I'll think, okay, yeah, it's probably going to take me two days. I feel good working on this for one full day for 2000 for semi-realistic. Great. And I give them the total price. They really, typically people don't care how you got there or how much supplies cost or anything. They just want to know how much is this going to cost me? And some will want to know how long is this going to take you? AKA, how long are you going to be in my home? <laughs> and when are you going to be done? <laughs> and, and when are you available? People just don't really care. They care about the end result and they care about how much it's going to cost them. And everything else is just kind of fluff. You'll get one customer every once in a while that asks all the details, but typically people don't care. The third way I price is just by project because I've come to learn that you can charge more for certain things and you have to charge less for certain things. One thing that you charge not very much for that I can get a decent amount out of are things like kids' rooms or something custom in a home that's not a million-dollar home. Most people want to get the best bang for their buck inside their home and the budgets just typically aren't that crazy for a little kid's room that they're going to want something different in a few years or things like window painting. It's temporary. It's not going to be up forever. And that's one of the things that you can use with murals is this is something custom. So I, I throw out the word custom quite a bit when I tell people, you know, I take a $500 deposit and we can work on creating something completely custom to fit your needs. They like that. <laughs> so throwing out the word custom and then also this is something that's going to last a very long time that requires little to no upkeep. Landscaping, that's costly and it requires upkeep all the time. Paint does not. Paint is on there and it's still going to be looking great in 10 to 20 years and it's a one-time thing for you know to enhance a building and that's a big draw. That's why you can charge so much for murals, that and just the general size. People see something big and think that big things cost more, big things take a lot more time, which they kind of do. And so that's where you know, the money can come from in there. It's lasting and it's big and it can last a long time. So by project is my third general way of doing this. And something on the high end, I know that if I get a call from a business and they're an established business with hundreds of employees 
and you know they've been doing well for a long time like they're a sturdy business <laughs> they want a logo or a mural i know that i'm going to be throwing out a very high number a very high number for a logo actually i just bid a logo the other day and i said it's going to be $2500 plus the lift cost for their logo on an exterior brick building it'll probably take me a day or a day and a half. So I might split it up into like two seven-hour days or two six-hour days or whatnot. Because, Or I could just you know gut it out and do one long 12-hour day to get it done. But I know that business can afford it and they know the cost of doing business. And I know also how much signs cost. So if they wanted to get their logo made into a sign that lit up or just a basic sign and put out, that would be minimum $10,000. So for me to come in and paint something on the side, it's kind of a like a second thing or a second option for a business. Rather than getting a big sign made, they want to paint it and go a little bit cheaper, but it's still really profitable for us. So I know that I'm, I can charge several thousand dollars for just a logo, not even a mural. So I just bid a mural for a local company that is very well established. They have multiple locations and the minimum I did for them of the square footage, I actually gave them a square footage one because I figured it would make more sense to them, was $5,000. And then the top tier end would be $10,000. And so I said, we can do this design. It's a lot more simple, around $5,000. And it was going to be like $25 per square foot. Or we could do this and this would end up being $45 per square foot. And it's, it was around $10,000. So examples. I really like to give a low bid and then a high bid on a lot of things. Either it's, you know, giving them an example or giving them two different sketches. I did a whole podcast episode on this because it works really well. Giving two different sketches so they can see, visually see how a really simple, cheaper mural would look and how something more realistic would look. Giving that over, under, or high, low is a strategy that I like to do. But another strategy that I like to do is I'll give them a base price and then plus add-ons. So instead of including the lift in it, I'll just say this plus the lift. And, or say I'm doing a nursery mural and they want flowers. So they're like, oh, we also want butterflies in there and bees and a bunch of little insects like dragonflies. I'll be like, great. So base price is $2,500. And then plus add-ons. So it'll be $25 or $50 per bug or whatnot. And I've done that several times when you know people, they see the finished look and they're like, should we add any more to it? They'll say, we could add a bird over here or whatnot. And like, how much is that? They're like, well, we could do one bird for 100 or a group of birds for 500 or whatever. So I'll give them a base price plus add-ons so that they could customize it and they can decide how much little detail they want. And I also explain that. I say, you know, this whole background is going to take me this long. And then it just depends on how many little things you want in there. And we can, you know, I could add things and we could keep going and keep going and just kind of reassess as I go and see if it needs more. You know, I tell people too, like it's, we can work on this together and add as we see fit. We don't necessarily need to decide on the full bulk detail right now. And having that just go with it attitude, I feel like has 
really, really saved me from a lot of headache. (laughs) I am currently coaching several artists, experimenting with doing one-on-one coaching this summer while I am home with my baby. So that way I can just be on the phone and walk them through projects and help them get new projects. It's a new thing. I'll let you know how it goes, but so far so good. And I am just coaching with them on the phone. And there's so many times where I definitely understand how overwhelming things are in the beginning and with pricing and with everything that you have to figure out, add-ons and lift issues and all the things. And I've definitely realized how much of a just, oh, well, just go with it. I think I've said, just go with it. It'll all work out. Don't worry. Probably 10 times this week <laughs> to them who are you know, navigating these brand new areas of you know, having all these small issues with different things. And so I'd say the sooner you learn to just go with it with all of these things, the better. And I think that goes with pricing too, which is why I ask people for a $500, $100 deposit. We'll get to designing and everything. And then so often it gets changed in the middle or sometimes I'll even show up to a project and they're like, hey, we loved the idea you created, but we were just talking last night while we were in the space and I got this brand new couch and we want it to have purple like the couch. Can you do that? And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and just go with it. So just all the time, the prices change in the middle and I've just learned to figure out what is their max budget. So asking that question somewhere, like, you know, this is the price. Does that fit within your budget? And if they start making changes, I'll be like, okay, what's your max, max budget? Like you don't want to go over 5,000, right? Or is it 4,000 or whatnot? Because all these add-ons are taking up more time. I just want to make sure that I'm staying within your budget. That's a good way to kind of go with it, whether, you know, that way you're not nickel and diming people as you go, you know, like, okay, we've made this change, this change, that's 450, you know, that's, that's 200, that's whatever. It's like, okay, let's just make sure not to go over your max budget if things start to get changed and we'll just go with it and we'll, we'll figure it out. (laughs) Also have it in writing (laughs) and make sure that they're emailing or texting or something. Or if you're, if you talk on the phone, just reiterate it in text or reiterate it in email. That way you just have something to go back with pricing, all the things. Another tip with pricing, get your customer on the phone and give them a price on the phone or better yet, go meet them in person. If you're new and you have some time and you're not completely booked out yet, go meet them in person. And that way you can have this conversation in front of the wall you're going to be painting on and you can talk openly and you can read them because some people don't mind spending a lot of money and some people do. And so if you get those people, then you can tell that they have money to spend and you can really make this amazing. Throw out those extras. Say, you know what? We can add a drop shadow to those letters and that's going to be an extra $400 or whatever. And that can really make them pop. Whatever can make that project even better. And you can read them as to what you can get away with pricing as well. You know, it's price by project by how much we can get from each person and also that way you can read them to where when you throw out a number that says, you know, ah, this is, this will probably be about $5,000. You can see their reaction. And if they don't blink an eye, 
great. But if they do, you can easily counter that. And in the beginning, I think that's really, really important just to be able to counter that and get in their mind and figure out what their budget is. Because what happens is when somebody messages you on Facebook, they'll say, hey, how much is this going to be? And you'll say, oh, $5,000. And then they ghost you, right? Well, meeting in person or getting them on the phone or even do a FaceTime call. That way you can have them show you the wall during FaceTime or whatever. And you can get an automatic response to that budget. Throw out a number. And then if they're like, oh, wow, that's way more than I wanted to spend. You can say, well, what is your budget? And what what are you wanting to spend? What were you hoping to spend? What are you looking to get out of this? And that way you could say, well, you know, for 2000, we could do this. And that's an automatic problem solver rather than them getting ghosted and them creating all these things in their head. Like, oh, wow, I can't afford murals. Oh my gosh. And then they're too embarrassed to even write back. Or they just go on and they forget about it because they're like, oh, no, no, no. Or they, they're like, I'm going to find somebody else who will, who will do this cheaper. It's like, oh no, you know, we could have, made the the sketch a lot more simple and you could have gotten it that way. That's one way that I got myself booked out for so long was I would take those customers who had really small budgets and I would make the design a lot more simple to where, you know, I wasn't getting as much per customer, but I was giving them what they wanted. I felt like I was getting a good rate, like said $100 an hour, sure. But nowadays I do not do that. I do not say let me work with you to those customers. I typically go, go big or I don't leave the home. <laughs> Is, <laughs> yeah. But in the beginning, do whatever you can to get those first few jobs because those jobs and those pictures that you take at those mural jobs or logo jobs or whatever, those are the ones that are going to get you more jobs. You cannot get mural jobs without having pictures or things to show already. So do whatever you can to get those first jobs. Take amazing photos and videos and share them everywhere and then go back on those too. Because a lot of other time, actually nowadays, I will send photos of my recent murals and show them, you know, this one costs 5000 This is what you'll get for $5,000. Or this one costs 10000 See how many small details there are in here. We can really customize it down to every little last thing in here. And that's, they paid $10,000 for this mural. And I think it kind of gives a little bit of credibility too, like saying, oh yeah, you know, these people are paying this. These people are paying that. They're like, oh, okay. You know, they, just to show that this is the standard rate for things. This is This is what murals cost. And then one last thing to consider while you are giving these prices is how experienced are you? And I'm not saying that if you're in your first year, you can't charge a lot. I think you can. Some people pick up on it a lot easier. Some people, it takes more time. But I always say like, if I were to book a logo job and I know that I can make those lines perfectly, perfectly straight. And I am going to do a banging job. And that logo is going to look amazing. Then I can charge more for it. And I'm going to feel good charging more for it. However, if I have not put that work in yet, and I know that in my my lettering isn't that good quite yet, or you know, I'm not going to make it a perfect, perfect logo, then I'm going to charge less. <laughs> I think if you have put in the hours, you can up your prices because it's worth it. And a lot of people will see the crispness of you know somebody who's been doing it a while and they say, oh yeah, I, I don't mind paying for that. That also comes into you know how much you can make per hour, right? Like the longer you've been doing it, the more 
crisp your lines are and the faster you can do it, the more you're going to make per hour. And that's just comes with experience. And, but we'll say like, it's funny because when I coach mirrorless in the first year, that everybody is scared shitless. <laughs> everybody is like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And, like, and then as soon as you go through a year of it, they all of a sudden, it's a year, year and a half mark, something somewhere in there. Some people take two years. It's pretty early on. They go from not knowing anything, being scared of everything to I know everything. I am so good. <laughs> and like, it's so funny to see that transition. And it's so cool to see it. You see their confidence go from zero to 1000. Like, oh, I can do anything. I want all the jobs. Hire me. Everybody should hire me. (laughs) And I love it. But it's so funny because like then they'll be giving advice instead of just getting it. And it's like, I've met so many artists that they're a year in or two years in and they're like, I want to teach other artists. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> like maybe have a little bit more or, or not. I don't know. Like you go girl, like whatever. So I'm telling you that because the first couple years are the hardest when it comes to pricing and getting your work out there. But as soon as you get that first year over, it is a breeze. <laughs> and there's always stuff that we're learning. I'm always learning new things. Like I just tried Polytab, which is installation mural here in the last year. And I've been doing this for 10 years and I just, tried doing an installation mural with polytab that it's like a wallpaper type thing just recently. Like there's, there's so many things to learn, but yeah. And if you price yourself correctly, you can get the jobs and then you can ultimately charge more later. Another thing to consider is how sought after are you? Are you booked out? Are you, you know, you don't have, if you don't have anything on the calendar next week, I'd say take everything, take, I mean, everything, I say that with a a blanket, but like everything that's not completely just people wanting you to do stuff for free. Take the low-hanging fruit your first couple years because just know you won't have to do that for long. But if you don't have anything planned next week, then and somebody wants you to do a logo in their basement for $100, go do it. (laughs) I'm just, I'm giving you permission. Go do that. Nobody is too good for that if you're not booked out. Because from that one logo, you will get more jobs if you do it correctly. If you have good photos, if you do you just spread all the things everywhere, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, document your process because somebody else is going to see that and you're going to get the high paying jobs from the low paying jobs. Anyway, so I'm not going to ramble anymore, but I do want to throw out there. So I post every single one of my projects that I do, then I add to Facebook and all the things. I share those inside of our Artist Academy exclusive membership Facebook group. And I say a little bit of details about the project. You know, the customers were great. I spent about $200 on supplies. We needed a lift. I had this person helping for one day. It took me four hours and I made $1,500. Things like that. Or if there's a, you know, a little tippet of something that I learned from that project or whatever. But I share all of the numbers inside of our Arts Academy membership because that's my safe place to educate people and artists and just share everything about what's going on. And I share that because I like to know what things cost. I really want to know. Every time I see somebody post on Facebook or Instagram, a reel, I'm like, how much did they charge for that? I'm curious. How long did that take them? I'm really curious about the logistics of 
all the things. So much so to where when Artist Academy members, and I know when I know you're in the in the membership, I'm like, hey, can you post some details and let us know? Partially because I want to inform and educate the, the members that are just starting out and everybody, but I also want to know. <laughs> so I'll message people and like a member, shout out to Danny Roma that here recently, she joined the Academy about two years ago, exactly. And she's on track to make six figures this year. And she likely will. She's been rocking it, but she had this really big job here recently. And I was like, Hey, would you want to share some details about that project? It was really big as in Kansas city. And she did, and she made a lot of money during it. And it took, she just shared how much paint she used and all the stuff. And I really found that helpful and valuable just because it helps me to know what the market is going for in my area too. And like this other artist, this Samantha Cox, she's my best friend. She's also a muralist now, also going to make six figures this year. This is her third year. Shout out to both of them. And she paints silos. And I was like, how much are you charging for that? And there were like thousands of dollars to paint these silos. And I would have just never thought because it's not, typically it's not painting for a business. Well, I guess some might've been painting for a business, but that's another per project thing. Getting up on a silo, it's high. You're going to need a lift. Like it's a round surface. So it's hard to paint on. Most of the surfaces are really porous, like all the things. So that I know too, if somebody's like, Hey, do you want to paint a silo? I know to bid it high because she's bidding it high. And that's what the market is because it's, it's a lot of effort to paint that. Anyway, it's just really valuable to me to know what other people are doing, or even just in the industry in general. And a couple factors to consider is where you are, what location you're in. Here in the Midwest, things cost next to nothing. So murals just go for less. But I tell anybody, if you're on the coast, at least double your price of whatever I'm doing. Because you can, because houses cost five times what they are here or whatever. Yeah, that might be an exaggeration, maybe like two or three times. But I mean, murals, it just depends on where you are, how sought after you are, how booked out you are, what the project is, who you're painting for, all the things. And so <laughs> I wish I've tried to create some kind of like quiz or something. Maybe that'll be in the future of where you can just input your details and it'll pop out a suggested pricing range just for this. Ah, I wish I could do that. I might try to do that. It's just so everywhere. But in place of that quiz that doesn't exist, <laughs> and you can come into our Artist Academy membership. You can post your project, post your sketch, the wall that it's on and give us all the details, where you're located, all the things. And other members of the Academy will say, I would charge this for that. And I, I'm located in Iowa. I would charge this for that. And I'm located in California. Like, And it just gives you an idea of what other muralists are charging. And you know, some will also say, well, I'm just starting out and I just did a project just like that for $1,000. That way, you know, if somebody else is just starting out and they're like, oh, you can charge that? Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, people have posted in there be like, hey, so I just did this project. I charged $500. Next time, what would you guys charge? Like, oh my gosh, girl, you you should at least charge three thousand for that. Like, <laughs> and it just it just helps, and it's our little safe place. I monitor it heavily. I actually don't need to monitor it heavily because I feel like you attract what you are, and the rules are very set. 
but I'm always looking out and making sure that people are being nice. And 99% of the time they already are without me having to do anything. And so this is our little safe place where you can get open feedback. Your customers aren't going to see it. You just, you get to put your stuff in get some details and get some feedback, whether it's from pricing or your design or tips on what to do, or you have a bad day and you need to rant and people are just like, oh yeah, that happened to me last week. <laughs> it's, our, it's our, just our little safe artist space community. And so I want to invite you to come inside of it. We are in May mural month. We are doing heavy teaching on murals right now. And my goal is for everybody to paint a mural in May. And I want to assist you with that in however way possible. And one last reminder, artpricingguide.com or click the link here in the notes, art pricing guide. You can download it. That way you just have something tangible and you can make your own guide and you can give it to customers and to figure out how you want to charge right now in your business and know that it's going to change and that you can always up your prices more and more and more as you go on. So yeah. Okay. I hope you have an amazing week and I hope that this has inspired you to hopefully charge more for your art because the term starving artist, we are eliminating that. It does not have to be a thing. And I am devoting my summer and especially May mural month to putting out as much information as I can to help hopefully educate everybody on just the power that murals have to ride this wave that's going on with everybody wants a mural and everybody will pay well for it right now. And it is the way to make money as an artist. I think that's in my opinion. <laughs> and I want to educate everybody on how to paint them, how to paint them quickly, how to price them and all the things, which is why I have the mural master course inside of the artist Academy. It shows you how to start and grow your mural business from the ground up. And so, yeah, that with the pricing guide and literally everything <laughs> and my book it's literally called mural money. I am slowly going into more and more of the niche of murals and educating other muralists because that's what I know how to do. When somebody joins the academy and they're like, I want to paint murals, how do I do it? I'm like, let's get started. Yeah, I know exactly how to advise you. Whereas certain areas like how to grow your photography business or how to sell originals, I'm not that good at that. I've sold some original paintings and some prints and stuff here and there, but my bread and butter is murals. And that is the one thing that I am so confident in that I can teach you and you can learn from me on how to build a mural business. And now is the perfect time for that, which is why I'm taking on one-on-one -on -one students this summer and taking full control and making their success my success too with having figuring it out for them. And yeah, I want to help you too. Go to artistacademy.co, that's artistacademy.co, to apply for our membership. It is $37 a month, very affordable, and you can help and grow your mural business with the Mural Master Program. And don't forget to download our pricing guide, all the things. <laughs> okay, that's it. I'll see you next week. <laughs>